Welcome to the Firetime Podcast, where it's never hot enough, slow is fast, and the way to win is to make it so stupidly easy to buy from you that there's no excuse not to. I'm your host, Tim Reed. And once again, I'm so excited to be here today. Welcome to the Firetime Podcast. Well, hey, I've been excited about this episode for a little while now because in it, we're going to be talking about photography and video and how important it is for you as a small business to own and invest in your own photography and video. And this is something for me that has absolutely transformed a lot of the things that I've done. And the reason that I think this is such a big deal goes back to a book I read, I don't know, seven, eight years ago called Building a Story Brand by Donald Miller. And in this book, he talks about how people want to see pictures of happy people enjoying your products. And as soon as I read that, it made so much sense. And all of a sudden, I realized in our industry that that doesn't really exist. In general, most photography that we get from fireplace manufacturers is cold static rooms with a really badly photoshopped fireplace on the wall. And that's it. And as I started to make the investment in the stores I was running to get our own photography, even with the limited means that we had, it changed everything. It changed our marketing. It changed our website. It changed what we were able to do when we communicated with customers because we could actually show them this is what we do. And the reason that I'm interviewing our guests today is that probably about two months ago, I was in North Carolina speaking at a chimney convention and I'm walking through the hotel that the event was at and all of a sudden I see Jonathan Sanders from Spark Marketer having breakfast and I hadn't seen him in forever and I was like, oh my gosh, you know, it's been, it's been years that, you know, he used to be an engineer for the Blue Collar Proud podcast and, and years ago I would always stop by when I was in Nashville and be on their show. And he was the engineer running their recording equipment, the microphones and everything else. So I hadn't seen him for a long time. And as we started chatting about what we were up to, he mentioned that part of his role at Spark Marketer is actually going out into small businesses and building a portfolio for them of photography and video work so that they have control of their branding and of their message for their website, for their printed material, for social media and for everything else. And as soon as he said that, it it piqued something in me because... I am, I'm just, I'm, I'm zealous for this. I, I, I think that this is a differentiator that if your company has photography that is different and unique compared to everybody else in your market, you all of a sudden look more professional. You look like you stand out in the crowd. And as we talk about today in the conversation, a lot of people settle for bad stock photography because it's what's available, but it's actually easier than you think to get high quality work. And so in this conversation, we just dive really, really deep into why it's so important. We talk about our understanding of what photography and video is for, and we give some really practical steps to how to get started. Even if you're not able to hire somebody at this point to do it, there's still some basic things that you can do. So with that said, I'm going to step out of the way so you can hear this conversation and I'll wrap it up at the end with a few thoughts. Joining me from Nashville, Tennessee is Jonathan Sanders with Spark Marketer. He is the video production specialist. And Jonathan, I'm super excited that you're on the podcast today. How are you doing? 
I'm doing great. It's really great to be with you. I know we've we've talked a lot over the years, and it's good to finally get and talk about something that is well. It's the reason I get up every day because this is this is my job. This is what I do for a living, but it also happens to be what I love. That's awesome, man. Yeah, I'm super excited to dive in talking about video and photography. You know, it's funny how this came about. Uh, about a month and a half, maybe two months ago now, we were both in North Carolina for a chimney convention that was out there. And I was speaking at it. And I, I think I was like walking to my class or something. And I, I saw you having breakfast. And I was like, oh my gosh, I haven't seen you in forever. And I sat down and, and, we, and we chatted for a little bit. But, you know, we go back a little ways that, that early on as I, as I had just started podcasting, I was on some of the blue collar proud episodes with Taylor and, and Carter out of Nashville. And, and you were the engineer for those. So I remember six years ago, sitting in the spark marketer office in Nashville and, and you were running the mics and, and recording and everything. So it's cool to see just the journey that you've had. Yeah. You know, it's funny. I went to college for broadcasting. And when I got out of college, I got a job pretty quick for a shopping network locally and just kind of thought that was maybe not shopping television, but I thought studio work would be my career. And after a while, it just became not something I was interested in. And so uh, after I went into web work with Spark Marketer, over time, I found my way back to video just in a different way. I'm cr- actually doing the creating and I'm not working in a studio like that. So uh, I get to tell stories about people and about companies as opposed to hawking bad jewelry on shopping TV. <laughs> so. Yeah, dude, that's awesome. And and I guess, so I want to dive into talking about how video and photography works in small businesses in particular, but what what drew you to video and photography? I think it, I think kind of similar to what I what I said a minute ago it's the telling stories part that I love the most and it's what I respond to growing up when I when I was sitting in a church service with my parents you know bored to tears because I'm a kid and my attention span wasn't very good well still isn't super great <laughs> the only time I would pay attention to the pastors when he'd break into a story yeah and I'm like that's just how I receive information is through story and so the ability to do that and to do it visually has been more fulfilling than probably anything I've done because I found this is this is what I like to do. Yeah, man, that's awesome. And there's so many things I want to dive into. Um, let's start here. Why should everyone listening to this invest in video and photography for their business? I mean, seriously, like I believe every retail store, every chimney company, every distributor, every manufacturer, every sales rep, it does not matter what your business is you have to have video and photography for it. And uh, I'd like to tee up with that. There's an authenticity that you get when it's your own photos. You know, we've all been inundated with marketing messages and visual marketing messages. You see billboards, you see videos. Now you see online ads everywhere. You, you can barely read an article these days without an ad that takes up you know, the whole screen on your phone. So you've seen images And you can tell when it's authentically the business, or you can tell if it's just stock photography where the subject is being told to grin or smile or show an emotion of some sort, and it doesn't look real. But when you you send a photographer out with your people, when you send a videographer, or in, in cases like myself, you're both, you're capturing real interactions with real clients between your techs and the, and the customer, between yourself, if you're the business owner, if you're a one-man truck or, or a one-man operation. Um, you can't beat the authenticity that you get with that. Yeah. You know, 
the words that came to mind as, as you said that, the first one was connection. And the mm-hmm. second one is a word I've heard you say before, which is legitimacy. That that yeah. investing in your own photography and, and video work, it, it gives legitimacy to your business. And I think about it like when I go to a website, if the first thing I see is an amazing piece of photography or a great video, I connect. There's a connection that I have with that brand or that company. And also as I scroll through a website or as I, as I come into contact with their video and photography work, it shows me they're serious about this. It, it, it legitimizes their business. And I think that so many companies don't take that seriously because they think photography is just an extra thing or why would I do it? Manufacturers have photography, but I mean, frankly, like manufactured photography sucks. It really does. Most yeah. of it, I, I'll, I'll caveat that, most of it, 98% of it is bad. Yeah. Because again, in the fireplace industry, it's static homes with no people and a fireplace that's been photoshopped in and a bad looking weird flame because it's not real. Right. And again, if you, if you think about this, like I have a friend that has a, a startup company making sunglasses and it's amazing. They sell these awesome outdoor sunglasses. But what's funny is their photography is people mountain biking using the sunglasses or people whitewater rafting using the sunglasses. They don't, they don't go and put the sunglasses in a pure white room and take this amazing studio picture of a static pair right. of sunglasses, right? But yet our, that's the way our industry treats photography for our products. And, and there's not even, you know, we'll get into video and everything else down the road. That's just photography. But I, I don't get it. Well, I mean, think about it. Like what you explained and then as it connects to the chimney and fireplace industry is people want to want to get an idea of what that product or service is going to look like in, in real, like what the, what does that mean for them in, in, in their home and in their lives? And, you know, a manufacturer fireplace is one thing. In fact, even honestly, if you're showcasing a showroom, to me, that showroom that that showroom image works great to legitimize your business. But maybe if you're wanting to display that product, showing that product actually in a home is how you sell that product. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I mean, and 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 this is going to video now, but I'm just imagining again, like if I'm a consumer and I go to a fireplace store's website, and in the background of their their front and center homepage is a silent video that's on loop, and it has a happy family enjoying themselves in front of their fireplace. And then it cuts to the door to their showroom opening and walking inside and seeing how amazing the showroom looks. And then it cuts to a customer shaking hands with the installer. The installer's got a big smile on their face after they're done with the work. You know, in, in five seconds as a customer, I can instantly understand, oh, this is how they solve my problem and this is what my life can be like. And obviously they're good at this, right? Because why would you why would you invest in photography and video like that if you're not? It's really, really powerful what that does. Yes. And people being able to see not only what their life can be like, but seeing in motion you being the one to deliver that peace of mind. I mean, making that connection is invaluable. Yeah. So I'll tell you a quick story. And then I'd, I'd like to ask you some specific questions on this, but... Probably about six years ago or so, we had a website redesign that my company was doing and we desperately needed photography and we didn't want to have any of the cheese ball manufacturer stuff. And so we wanted to shoot our, our own. And so we hired a freelance photographer 
and we put the word out to the company, hey, if you have a fireplace in your house, we want to shoot you and your family in front of it so we can get some stock footage. And nobody volunteered. And so I had to shoot my house. And I have a fireplace downstairs. And my daughter at the time was about a year old, maybe a year and a half. And so we, we had the photographer come in. And me and my wife and my daughter played Hungry Hungry Hippos on the floor in front of the fireplace for about 20 minutes. And I had to keep my head turned away from the camera so that my you know face wasn't on it because we were going to be using these on the website and presentation folders. And I felt like it'd be weird if I was the salesperson and my face was on the folder too. Right. Uh, but with that, we got some amazing shots. I mean, we got probably five to seven shots that we used. I mean, they're still being used today. I mean, like we used them for years and it was authentic the focus was on the family, not the fireplace. The fireplace just enabled the lifestyle of the family, and it was unbelievable. And and it and it and it wasn't something that cost you know tens of thousands of dollars. It was something that was very very reasonable. And 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 since then, I mean, literally, I, I've shot off the top of my head. I can think of three neighbors in my neighborhood I've shot for different consulting projects I've had where I'm like, we need good photography. Okay, we're shooting the neighborhood. There's so many things that we we gain when when we take control of our photography. And I guess you talked a little bit about how people can see the difference between a stock image and a and a real one. Can you just talk a little bit more about that? Yeah, you know, sometimes you have to use stock photography and and we've got a service that we occasionally when in when there's nothing else to use. Yeah. And it's just very obvious that it's posed and Oftentimes they're not wearing the type of uniform you would wear. Yep. Um, there's there's all kinds of things that kind of give the tip off, and it's typically very cold. Yep. Whereas when it's you and it's your people, especially whenever you know, because when you're having the pictures taken, you get to choose who the client is, so it's probably a good client. You get to choose the employee, so presumably you're choosing a longtime employee that you trust. And their self-interest is in promoting you because they're either a good client. So they really like the work you've done for them in the past. And yeah. being a long-term employee, they just, they're, they're in it for the greater good of, of the company. I feel like that creates a, a vision of who you are as a company and communicates something that makes that potential customer more comfortable. And honestly, when we're talking about inviting people into our homes, Having someone be comfortable with you on the front end is key. Yeah. Yeah, that's so true. And I guess you're, you're kind of talking about it now, but if you're a small business, say that you're a, a retail store or a chimney company, what are the bedrock pieces of photography and video that, that every business in our industry needs to make sure they have on hand? The first thing that I go in and do is get headshots and team shots. And I get those from a variety of angles, but you, you can use those images to project the kind of company that you are, that you aspire to be, that you're working to be, all of that in one. And that familiarizes your customers with who you are and the values that you have as a company. Um, and those headshots you can use for a variety of things from the text messages you send out whenever you are on your way to a customer's home. You can use them in email marketing. In fact, I would put team images on my homepage if I was a Oh, yeah, owner. dude. And even as you said that, like every every employee signature in their email line should have their, should have their photo on it in that case. Absolutely. 
And, you know, another thing video wise that we like to do pretty early on in the process is get some frequently asked question videos. So just think about the things in your business that get asked a lot. So if it's for chimney companies, what we uh, often, one of the things that we talk the most about are what type of wood should I put in my fireplace or how often should I get my gas fireplace serviced and things like that. Just very basic questions that people, you're already preempting the question they're going to ask. In fact, they're probably maybe not even going to ask you. They're looking on Google for it. Yeah. And so if you're having, if you're using those videos, you've got them on YouTube, you've got them embedded on your website, that's going to show up in search. People are going to find that. And I think one of the places that we got that idea from was there's a book that Taylor had us all read. And it's one of my favorite books for explaining the importance of this type of marketing. It's called They Ask You Answer. It was, a, it was Marcus Sheridan. He installed fiberglass pools and his business was on life support in 2008, 2009. No one had money to spend at that time. It was the Great Recession. And he built a, a business so strong now that he is now a silent partner and he coaches in marketing. Essentially, what he would do is instead of waiting for someone to call or being coy with with things like not wanting to give away too much information, he just put it all out there. And said, this is what we do. And so people were drawn to his company. Yeah. And I think that's what that's what the the pictures and the video does. Yeah. So this is what we do. Yeah. 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 That's phenomenal. I mean, you know what I think about again, like I often, often, often advise companies to get their own photography, get their own video. Cause it lasts. I mean, good photography can last you. I mean, easily three to five years easily maybe maybe longer i mean it can it can last and it's something that will immediately set you apart from from everybody else that's out there and i feel like from a from a showroom perspective you know i i like to see the entire showroom being shot i like to see video of the showroom the doors opening and closing fireplaces being turned off turned on um going to to a customer's house like finding three to four customers shooting the fireplaces in their home with happy people in front of them, shooting your team members' homes, like whatever it takes. And, and, it, and it's not like you have to go shoot a million things. I mean, I'm, I'm thinking about uh, a couple photo shoots that I've had just in my neighborhood between my house and three of my neighbor's houses. I'm not joking. I, I think I have like 120 photos. And, and of those, there, there's probably like maybe... 18 or 20 that are just like rock star rock star photos but we probably have 120 that we can pull for 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 different situations when you think about the number of places you can use that photography you can use that photography not just on your website not just in your email marketing not just in any sort of print marketing but you can also use that in your social yeah and so there's a wide variety uh, and and even the images that maybe aren't as that aren't your rock star photos yeah, that you're yeah. going to use for print and, and in store and billboards and things like that. Those photos are great for social. Oh, so for sure. These photos have a, a long and varied life and you can yeah. use them in different ways. You can create reels, which is Facebook and Instagram's yeah. answer to TikTok. You can use them in all kinds of ways, add motion to them. There's just a variety of ways and the usage is long past that initial push. Yeah. 
We'll get back to our conversation with Jonathan Sanders in just one second. Hey, if you're listening to this podcast in real time, then you know right now, economically, things are uncertain at best. And it's more important than ever that you take care of the business that's right in front of you. And the way that you do that is by reeling in the customers who are coming to your website and leaving and making sure that every person in your showroom is getting an estimate and being engaged with a follow-up process. And the best way that I know to do both of these things is to use Wi-Fi. Now, Wi-Fi is a software system that is built to help you write up lightning fast estimates. And this can plug right into your website. So literally people 24 hours a day can go to your website and get price ranges for their custom project. And it will feed the lead straight to you. They can even book an in-home visit and place a deposit. Now, on the showroom side, Wi-Fi is set up to give your team simple tools to make sure estimates get written up every single time and follow-up is always happening. To get signed up for Wi-Fi or to hear more about it, you can go to the website wifire.com. That's W-H-Y-F-I-R-E.com. I'll tell you a story. So in 2020, when COVID was was going on, my friend Grant called me up and they were working on a campaign about having people shop again at small businesses after being locked down for a while. And so we scripted out a, a narrative for the video that was about, I think it was maybe two and a half, three and a half minutes long. And the video had to do with a story. And the story was about how their times were difficult. The city was shut down. But now things are opening back up, and as they're opening back up, the small businesses that have served the community for decades are hurting, and we need to step up as a community and help these businesses out. And so for the video, they actually went to multiple small businesses that were a fixture of the Spokane community, my friend's store being one of them, and they and they shot different things there, and at the end, they had a hashtag that had to do with Spokane rising up together, and that video got shot and it's got music to it and it's got, you know, scenes of families and kids playing, but it's a powerful, powerful video that got hundreds of thousands of views. And the cool thing is that the way it was done is it could have been a cheese ball piece about how you got to support this fireplace business again, but by making it bigger about the community and my friend's business was a featured part of it. The focus became we're going to make the customer the hero to come and save the day for our community rather than making our business the hero and you're lucky to work with us. And 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 the, the, the shift between who is the hero of that story, the business versus the customer is profound. And when you invest in good photography and video, you need to make sure, I, I feel like, that the the focus is actually not on your business even when your business is being shot. The focus is on your customer. Oh, 100%. In fact, what you described, I think you've said this before. I've heard you say this before. This the classic Donald Miller is making your customer the hero because they're the smart ones for hiring you, not you saving their day and giving them peace, but they get to yep. be the people that provide for their family, provide this wonderful experience, this warm glow in their living room for their family because they were smart enough to find you. And setting yeah. that up is key. 
Yeah. And I mean, I just, I feel like there's just these staple videos. I'm sure you do this, right? Like you've got the frequently asked questions video. Um, you right. have a video, maybe it's a, it's a time-lapse of an installation or it's like a, here's how our installations work. Step one, step two, step three, you know, you could have a video on how does our showroom process work? Step one, step two, step three. You have you have the the image that's going silently behind your your homepage text, right? There's there's a lot of these things you can do, and you you don't have to spend like tens of thousands of dollars to, to do this. Like you know you're going to make an investment, but but this is this is easily worth it when you see how it separates you. I think that's the biggest thing. Is it this will differentiate you from from everything else and i guess i'm wondering to start out so if if a company is listening to this and they're like we're reeling we have literally no budget we have to do it ourselves what would you say to somebody in that position i would say there's a lot of folks that their business is too it's either in its infancy or they're just now getting to where they want to grow and the budget's not there there are cell phones right now that shoot terrific video I would, for one, make sure you've got a fairly updated phone that can take good images. Because honestly, that's where it starts. I mean, you can always go out and buy yourself a mirrorless camera and try to shoot all that yourself. But until you're comfortable with framing and how you make sure everything's lit, start with your phone. That's the very first place I would start. And like I said, make sure it's a fairly updated model of the phone. And then... As you grow, start investing in things like uh, DJI makes a product called the Osmo. And there are other non-DJI versions of this. It's basically a gimbal that your phone sits on and you can start taking some stuff on your own and just get creative and learn how to use that. If you have an employee that, that is particularly good with that, have them use that kind of thing to get that video. That's absolutely where I would start. Yeah, that's great. You know, I mean... Of the video work that I've done in my career, well over 90% of it has been on my iPhone. And fortunately, iPhones have gotten better, and I, I try to keep my phone updated, not because I care about phones, but because I want the better camera. You know, that's that's why I keep my phone up to date. I'll be honest with you, that my phone right now, I was able to, I just grabbed a couple, this one sheet we were doing, I just grabbed a couple of shots with my phone, because like I said, it's the newest model. And I'm like, you know, I couldn't quite get that. Let me just, well, real quick, I, I probably won't even use it. Let me just grab a couple of this pan, you know. So I just did a pan shot. You know, it shoots in 4K, so I knew the sizing was going to be fine. And wouldn't you know it, I ended up using a couple of those shots in wow. the video. And so, because it's good enough. And yeah. so that's why it's the perfect place to start. Yeah, that's awesome. You know, and and so again, if you're listening to this, you got to make it a priority. You're trying to set yourself apart right now, you know, especially as the economy is, is pretty uncertain, set yourself apart. Like, so make the checklist of like, who are the neighbors I'm going to shoot? Who are the employee headshots that I'm going to get this week? What's the video script for me as the business owner that I'm going to be doing to answer the frequently asked questions, right? Work that stuff out and get started on it. What would you say when it comes to hiring a professional? Cause what I found, I, I have invested a lot in professional photography and in professional video work over the last really over the last probably three years or so and it has i mean it's it's just it's changed my world like like dealing with professionals is is incredible what should people look for when they're hiring a professional company to shoot i would say especially with the expense i would make sure that the company that you're 
you know, how is the communication? Are they able to understand your expectations? And are they able to communicate a sense of what's going to happen on the shoot? Because things can get crossways and you don't want to find yourself in a situation where your expectation is different than what they're delivering. And they don't really want that either, but you want to make sure that they can communicate effectively. And I would also say that deliverables, how quickly are they typically able to deliver? Because if you're able to, if you get a service, let's say you get a service in the summer and you want to start a marketing campaign, the videographer comes out in the summer. They take pictures and videos and all that stuff. But you want to, around August and September, maybe even sooner, you want to get a marketing campaign rolling out. You want to make sure you have the end result in enough time. And in some cases, what that means is the video company that you're talking to, they communicate what when they can reasonably get it to you. And if it's four months, then you know maybe that's not perfect for you at that time. But that also means maybe in January, you start to talk to companies about this. So you'll have these deliverables by late July, August, September. Yeah. You know, as you, as you say that, like one of the things that came to mind for me is I, I think that a, a professional, they're not going to know your business the way that you do, but a professional, I feel like should be able to take the lead in knowing what kinds of shots will look good and what kinds of shots will be effective for customers. You know, it's so like as an example, yes. um, if you're going to go shoot a bakery Again, like the professional, they may not know exactly what makes your bakery unique, but they should be able to say, okay, this is the product and service you offer. We need a shot of someone at the register and the cashier needs to be smiling at them as they're transacting. Okay, we need to have a shot of a couple sitting down with the cupcake display in the background and they're just enjoying their conversation eating cupcakes. You know, I, so I feel like there needs to be a direction taken where again, we don't want the photos just to be of the things that, you know, make the business the hero. We want the photos to be of things that show customers enjoying it and how team members look presentable and they look kind. But, but like you said, there's a, there's a story that needs to be told. And I feel like a professional is going to have an understanding of what that story should be. And if the story feels, I mean, I'm not going to say that feels weird to you. Don't do it but make sure that you understand the story they're trying to tell. Exactly. And pay attention to the questions they ask. I know that we, when we're talking to our clients, we tell them the things that we, I mean, we insist on. These are, and these are really non marketing aspects of it, but there's an expertise there that save your bacon that you want them to know. Like we make sure that the employees that we're shooting are in safety gear. Because that's not necessarily the marketing aspect of it, but I guarantee you your insurance company might be coming back to look at your marketing to see that your employees are being safe. And another thing that we talk about is we make sure that we get video of them cleaning up because that is important to the home. Oh, so good. And we make sure that we I get like I'm looking for shots of them. Uh, doing dust control and this is specifically involving chimneys because the worst fear of someone is that you come into their home and you make it filthy yeah and look accidents happen we've heard stories of clients go yeah that was a nice little five thousand dollar cleanup for me but they yeah. take care of it you know they're going to take care of it a, a reputable company will but in your marketing materials you want to give them 
the comfort that you're going to take care of them and their home while you're there. Dude, when you said that, it just clicked that the photo and video work, it gives the customer the experience they will have with you before they have to commit to it. That's, That's exactly what it does. right. That's what it does. And that gives them peace of mind because they know what's they know they've had the experience without having to pay you money yet. Now right. they can commit to it. Exactly. And you know, it's funny, I had this one tech that I was shooting. And I've never had another experience like it, but it has to be the most effective uh, chimney sweeping video I've been able to make because that particular tech was very engaged with the camera. So without any direction or at all, because I'm typically used to very taciturn employees there. They know I'm there, but they're not super stoked that they're going to be on yeah. camera. Whereas this guy was all good with it. And he was, he would stop, look at the camera and explain what he was doing. And so oh, every customer that watches that video is going to know exactly what they're going to get on the front end. And he explained why, and you know, some of it got a little technical, so I would cut it out, but a lot of it, just the experience, the expectation, which when it comes to doing business with someone, what's my expectation and are they managing those expectations? Yeah, man, that, that is so phenomenal. So, you guys literally offer this as a service. You know, Spark Marketer has packages where for your premium clients, you go out and you shoot video and, and photography. If someone is interested in that, where can they go to see if this would be a good fit for them? Go to our website, sparkmarketer.com. Our phone number is 615-527-8342. There's also a big blue button right there below our header that says work with us, click that. And then you fill out a questionnaire and then Taylor or somebody else in the company will be back to, to talk to you. Awesome, man. Well, Jonathan, you gave us a ton of value and I'm fired up for businesses to start getting some more photography and video work for them. Thanks for being here today. I mean, it was my pleasure. Glad to be here. Well, I hope you guys enjoyed that conversation with Jonathan Sanders. I thought it was absolutely phenomenal. You know, like, like we talked about in the conversation, as he was speaking, the words that came to mind were connection and legitimacy. That's what having professional photography and video work does for your company. It makes a connection with your customers. You know, in my old business, we had these presentation folders and they were expensive and they were really nice looking and all of our estimates, all of our brochures went, went in them and we gave it to a customer. And on the cover of it was this lifestyle shot that I talked about in the interview of me and my family playing Hungry Hungry Hippos together. And seeing the happy people living their lives in front of the fireplace did something. And we got so many comments of people pointing at the photo, not even knowing I was in it, pointing at the photo and saying, wow, like that's what I want. And, and ultimately the purpose of your video and photography work is exactly that, that customers can look at it and make a connection to say, that's what I want. In addition, though, it really does legitimize your business. You know, as Jonathan said, when you have made the investment in good photography and good video, it shows like we're professional. We know what we're doing. And it's similar in some ways to having clean uniforms and making sure that your your truck is organized and that the wrap on your vehicles is in good shape and not dirty. You know, when those things are in place, 
it shows the customer that you're in the business and your photography and your video is the same way. But the beauty is this is going to make an impression on people who haven't worked with you yet. You know, as he was speaking at the end of the interview, what, what really hit me is exactly where, where we finished it off that when you have photography and video work that shows customers how you solve their problem, what their life looks like after this amazing service or product that you're providing them, and they have some understanding of the steps it takes to make it happen, you're actually giving them the experience without them spending any money, and that gives them reassurance and peace of mind. You know, So every customer is sitting there thinking, well, what are they going to do in my house can I afford this? Are they an ethical company? Are they going to treat me right? But when you've put together videos and photographs that show your process, you are giving the customer your experience before they've given you money. And other people in your market can't do that if they're using stock photos and stock videos. You have the ability to communicate your value in a way that no one else does. And one of the things, you know, in, in my life, like a lot of things that I do are visually based with Wi-Fi or with the Firetime Magazine and the Firetime Journal. And as Jonathan said, we have some subscriptions to stock photo web pages that we can, we can use from if we're in a pinch. And over the years, our goal has been to shoot enough content ourselves that we don't need to rely on any stock footage. So anytime we go to an HPB Expo or anytime we go to visit a retailer, often we're bringing a camera and we're going to shoot as much as we can so that all of our photography is something that we own that's organic and that's true about our business. And, you know, both on the Wi-Fi side and on the Firetime magazine side, a lot of the, the compliments that we get have to do with the aesthetic and and the photography in particular. And, and if you've gotten a copy of the Firetime Journal, you know, there's a, a lot of thought and care put into that photography. And I credit, you know, our, our photographer that, that shoots all of that. But it would not be possible if we used all stock footage. It just it just wouldn't. Making the investment does something to separate you from the rest. And I hope that as you listen to that, you got some really good ideas about where you can start, even if it's just on an iPhone. You know, and as I said in the conversation, most of the photography and video work that I've personally done is with an iPhone. If I'm shooting things myself, I'm almost always using my phone. Now, when it comes to bigger productions and higher events, we absolutely get a professional for it. But when it comes to the, the day-to-day things that, that I do that are visually based... I use a cell phone and you can, you can do the same thing. So I hope that, you know, listening to that conversation just gave you value and, and, and helps you get inspired to invest in this yourself. Well, hey, if this podcast today was a blessing for you and you want to support it financially, you can do that by going to the website, patreon.com slash it's fire time. That's P-A-T-R-E-O-N.com slash it's fire time. And, As we round out this episode, I'm going to leave you with this one thing. Right now, the economy is uncertain at best. And it's more important than ever that we stand out from other options that customers have. One of the most important ways we can do that is through our photos and our video content. And that's something that you can invest in right now for virtually free if you do it yourself. 
And this will start to set you apart in an uncertain market. You want every advantage you can and high quality video and photography will do that. So I hope you guys got a lot out of that conversation this week. Decide what you're going to do when it comes to your photography and any video content that you want to produce, but make a decision and go to work on it because this can really, really help your business stand out. Well, that's all we have for today. I hope you guys have an amazing week. We'll talk again very soon. Thank you for listening to the Firetime Podcast. To learn more, visit the website itsfiretime.com. Music from this episode was written and recorded by In Bloom out of Portland, Oregon. We thank you for listening to the Firetime Podcast, where it's never hot enough, slow is fast, and the way to win is to make it so stupidly easy to buy from you that there's no excuse not to. We'll see you next time. I'm all in to burn. Yeah.